Well, church, what is our theme for this new year? <laughs> I'm going to do my best to make all this fit, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you pray for me. Matter of fact, stretch your hands out. Say, Lord, help Chris. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, my goodness, church, we are well able. That is the theme for 2023. Let's give God a hand clap for we are well able. Oh, my goodness. We are well able to ignite revival in this city. We are well able to see relationships restored. We are well able to walk in freedom, deliverance, and healing. We are well able to do that. And the reason is because he is well able. He is well able. Scream that one more time. He... Miss Jeanette said he wants to. He wants to more than you want him to. That's why, you know, I'm just asking the Lord to take over because we don't know how much he really wants to do because we stop. When, you know, there's a point in the gym when you exercise. They call it hitting the wall. Remember that? And you know what you have to do? What do you have to do? You have to push on past that because your body says, stop. Your inner clock says, we've already sung three songs. I'm a little tired. I'd like to sit down now. Now, come on, because you know your body does it. Well, now, are they trying to push through for something? You better believe I am. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to push you. I'm pushing myself. Because how often when you get right up to the point to break through, does the devil say to you, well, you better quit? That seems a little silly. That's exactly right. I'm ready to go all out and silly and don't care what anybody thinks. No, because church as usual has ended. You may tell you when it ended? When that COVID thing showed up. Because God used that as a broom. Now, hold on. Human loss of life, terrible, tragic. Ter the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Not God. But God uses everything for his good wisdom, in his good wisdom, for the good of his people. And let me tell you what it did to the church. It cleaned it up. It moved the big mouths out of the way and put those in that are ready to seriously go his way. That's totally not in my notes, but it's okay. Because let me tell you what you are, church. You are God's best. You are God's best. If you were a coach of a team, and you were down two, 15 seconds to go, and you needed a three-point shot, who would you put in? Your best three-point shooter. Yeah. Well, guess what you are? You're God's best three-point shooter, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Cha-ching. Yeah, you can actually have fun in church, contrary to popular belief. Well, now, brother, now, we've, now brother. Well, brother, brother, I'm you know what's going to draw people in when they know Jesus is good and he's fun and he likes to laugh and he's not stiff and he's not scary and he's not. Sp I don't get it why people don't just go crazy over wanting Jesus to just wreck everything. I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, I don't try to push me on people, but I sure am going to push Jesus on people. I'm going to go ahead and say it once. I'll not say it again. If you need to go at 12, go ahead and go. There are three words that do not exist in our vocabulary as a body anymore. I can't, I won't, and I'm not. 
they're gone. I don't want to hear it. Don't say it to me. Don't look at me and go. Because as a body, I really feel like Holy Spirit has led us to X these bad boys out. And to begin to function in this new year together as a family. Everybody say family. You know, you got some family members that you say, that guy's kind of, okay, I might be that one, whatever. And then you got some family members that you so cannot wait to be around. And then you've got others that you absolutely run from. Come on, be real. I don't want to be that, but I've been known to scare some people. You have too, because we have a tenacity. And I believe that what we replace these words with are I can, I will, and what? I am, because he is the great I am. So I think really we go from this category to this category because we are well able. Now the Holy Spirit has really breathed on one of these words, and it is the word we. That's a really spiritual word. That's a heavy word. Who are you connected to? Who speaks into your life? Who have you submitted your life to? That's the one we don't like. We want pastoring and teaching and training and mentorship and discipleship until it doesn't go the way I want it to go. Until the challenges come. And so many people get stopped in their journey and stay over in the category of I can't, I won't, I don't, blah, 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 because they live with this phrase called me are well able. Now, me are well able doesn't even make any sense. That's why, that's why it doesn't make any sense for you to be all out on your own. That's why it doesn't make any sense for you to be Lone Ranger because me are well able sounds like a third grader, doesn't it? Church, listen, Holy Spirit is driving the point home today. It's not about me. It's all about the because we are well able. The days of the big hot dog up here are done. I have told the Lord I will gladly step out of the way because I really feel like a conversation that I had Actually, it's been eight months today, the 15th, since the transition. And even a a conversation that I was having with Holy Spirit was this. What could you do with a body of believers as the team would be willing to say, we will step out of the way? See, we're learning that. We're we're all learning how to do that. Because, see, we expect song, this, sit down, talk, high, 12, food. But Jesus might say, hi, what's up? How you doing? Sit down, stand up, turn around, jump around, say hi. Four o'clock. Two o'clock, yeah. Don't you love the nursery workers? Give Miss Kay Maynard a hand clap. Because one reason why a lot of this can go on is because they haven't thrown rocks at me yet. Say, what's the matter with you, holy people? There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes because it takes a lot of we to make this happen. And I know you know this, but I'm going to give you the foundation scripture where this came from, but Caleb. Everybody say, Caleb, my man. Caleb quieted the people before Moses, and he said, let us go up. He said, what, let us? Let us go up at once and occupy it. 
for we are well able to overcome it. That's, the Lord spoke that to me in 2022, you know, like th this is where we're going. I'm like, let's go, let's go. We are well able. It's all about us. There's no more big Ike or big me or, you know, the personalities the body of Christ has had. No, there are groups of people. There are pastoral teams, which I'm a part of, that are going to bring some Jesus that people have run from in times past. Because only one man could hold so much. Jesus was the full embodiment of, of everything. Holy Spirit has brought all of that to all of us. I need you. I need my pastoral team. I need Chris and Dre. I need Pastor Mark Mission. I need Pastor Don, Pastor Perry. I need pa all the pastors here. There's a team, and we're going after it. We are well able to overcome it. Now, Caleb's overcoming had to do with the physical land that God had told the children of Israel that they were going to go in and occupy, saw all kinds of obstacles. But Caleb quieted those people that said, we can't, we won't, we shouldn't, don't do that. He said, be quiet. Because I know us together, we are well able. I say to this church, we are well able to take the city, to see God move, to see. Because we are well able. So I ask the question. I put this in the context for us. What is it that we are well able to do in 2023? And I think that we've been going. This is week three now. In what we have been talking about. I'll roll through this to get to the point for today. Week one, we talked about we are well able to hear God's voice. Remember that? Who'd we talk about? We talked about King David. Now, King David, all the things I read to you about how he described God's voice, I think you could sum it up as thunder above the waters, breaks the cedars, all those other things. I hope you were here and listened. If not, you can go back and watch. I kind of sum it up to David. His voice was like thunder. Remember the one? Makes the deer give birth. I thought, what? <laughs> Brings life. Every, every time God speaks, life boop, pops out. Now, a contrast or a difference or another side of God's voice, one of the most powerful guys, I think, in Scripture, we talked about Elijah. Now, to him, he described it as a quiet voice, even a whisper. This guy called down fire from heaven, and he heard a whisper. Now, to hear a whisper, you have to get quiet. To hear a whisper, you have to remove all distractions. You can't cough when you whisper it because you can't hear it. <laughs> but if God whispers, does that mean he's trying to make his voice hard to hear? No. What did I say? He wants to see who's willing to lean in, get quiet, and hear it has nothing to do with trying to pull it away. He just wants you to lean in. Who's ready to lean in? Week two, Pastor Mark said we are well able to carry his presence. I love the analogy, the cart. That cart has been drugged all over this property. Are you, are you dragging it? Or are you carrying his presence? Powerful statement. What are you doing with it? And I love what you talked about. Touched, one of the biggest parts that touched me, it's got to be a constant flow. It's got to be a constant flow. Sure, let's get all fired up. Brother, I will crank it up. But there's got to be a flow out of here. It's got to be a continu continual, continual flow. Constant and continual. I combine those words flow 
because let's just say if all you do is take in, you're not going to live very long. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. So today, I say this. As we can hear, as we can carry, I declare to you today that we are well able to live by faith. Live by faith. Now, isn't that what the Christian walk's all about? It's a life of faith. Not just talk about faith, live by faith. Not just pretend on Sunday morning about faith, but take it out of here, live it, walk it, do it, go. I feel like with all this that has gone on, I have an opportunity to just jump on in there with you, jump on in some things for you. So you're willing to say, well, if he can do it, acting like that, well, so can I. That's exactly right. People need to know we are not stiff. We're not a show. We actually live this way. I live this way. I don't drink coffee. If I did, I would explode. It's the truth. Espresso, I'd be in heaven, man. Pow. This is natural. I've tried to curtail it. I've tried, tried to balance it out. It's so hard because I believe the Bible, and I want you to believe the Bible. I'm ready to go all crazy for Jesus because I believe he wants to heal, save, set free, change your life, and pack this place out because of what God is doing in you. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with we. We are well able to live by faith. Now, for the next few minutes, you got to pay attention. I'm going to have highlighted words, and that won't be the only time you'll see it. I'm going to add it in to Scripture and thought as I go through. Does that make sense? Because I, I, I get up here and experiment. I try. I say, Lord, show me something different. Now, I like pretty pictures and things like that. I don't know. It's just, you know, I think if I'm going to do this on the TV, I want it to draw you in too, you know? So there you go. Scripture, where I base all this off of, Romans 1.17, in the Amplified, my favorite version, says things loudly. What does it say? It says, for in the gospel, <laughs> the righteousness of God is revealed. Now, listen, both springing from faith, okay, and leading to faith, disclosed in a way that awakens more faith. I love that. As it is written, whether you believe it or not, as it is written, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, as it is written, whether you walk in it or not, it forever remains written. The just and upright shall, say it together as a family, shall, one more time, mm-hmm. here's a little bit of wordplay. We go from faith to faith, which builds more faith, which means you and I, as the body of Christ, we do what? Live by faith. From, you've heard this before, come on, from faith to faith, more faith, live by faith. More, 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 more. Not just every once in a while. Not just when it feels good. 
Not when it fits my lifestyle. No, 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 brethren in Christ. You and I, as those that profess the name of Jesus, this is how we live by faith. I live that way. I don't make decisions based off how I feel. Because most of the time, I don't feel like it. I don't treat you on how you treated me. I treat you like faith is supposed to. I don't know. Figure that out. What I wear. I mean, really. Come on. I don't know. Take over, Holy Spirit. Not just when it fits you. Because most of the time, it really won't. You fit in to faith. Hallelujah. And I want to say this real clear. I'm not talking about a leap of faith. I know that's a good thing. I know. But sometimes we take a little leap and we just kind of stay right there. I'm talking about a life of faith. Not just a little leap. I know the picture I had a guy jumping, but oh well. I'm talking about a life of faith. Here's a powerful scripture. Put this in your life. We what? Not by most people in their faith life stop because of their eyes. And you know what their eyes look at most of the time? Circumstances, situations, what I could see. If I had my wallet, I don't have to take mine out on Sunday, so I can put my microphone pack in there. They look at their money. And that green, shriveled up piece of paper determines their faith level. Oh, what a miserable existence thou shalt live. Because if you function by that, help you, Jesus, is all I got to say. My daddy owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns all the paper. He owns all the trees. And if I need money, he will make a fish down in Lake Cumberland, cough up a hundred. Pow, there it is. And that is scriptural if you've read your Bible. (laughs) Gospel is fun, man. I hope I'm breaking those religious devils off of you. So what does that say right there? To me it says, faith sees what your eyes can't. Faith sees what your eyes can't. Now look, I want to dive into this faith life for a few minutes because I want to talk about it. Then I want to give you some examples of how to do it. I don't want to just talk about it and say, hey, that's great, wonderful, fine. I want to give you practical steps through Scripture in how to do it. Put the cookies on the bottom shelf so we can all get it. Let's walk on water, but let's learn how to get there first. (laughs) You all right? Now, I I promise you, myself, Pastor Don, Pastor Mark, we do not sit back and talk about these messages. We do not try to line things out. We really are led by the Holy Spirit in this. And when the Holy Spirit told me, have Pastor Mark, have Pastor Don speak at a certain point, we didn't compare notes. So how I want to talk to you about this faith life goes right back into a portion of Scripture that you heard last week. So now if God thinks it's important enough to bring it to you twice, don't you think that's a King James verily, verily moment, which means listen, listen to what's written in red, except mine's in yellow and white. You good? Ezekiel 47. I'm going to give you a whole different perspective on this, but yet at the same time, going to tie it right in, going to back up exactly what Holy Spirit is telling us. He's about to show up strong, but he can't stay at the spot of showing. 
got to be growing, got to be going. The man took me back to the temple where I saw a stream flowing. Now, my version is the contemporary English version. It's going to say a little bit different. It says, the man took me back to the temple where I saw a stream flowing from under the entrance. I can just feel the Holy Spirit's power on that, just even reading that to you. Can you? I hope so. It began in the south part of the temple where it ran past the altar and continued through the courtyard. Let that sink in a minute. A little word play here. The faith stream can start flowing in the temple, but it's got to continue past the altar. Let's pile it up thick down here. Let's pile it up thick. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it going. Let's crank it up. But it's got to continue past the altar. It's got to go on beyond that. Let's, 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 you want to go beyond that? Okay, all right, let's go. The man walked east and took out his measuring stick and measured 500 meters downstream. He told me to wade through the stream there, and the water came up to my ankles. Now, I view that as springing from faith. There's some point you have to jump in. Springing from faith. The water came up to my ankles. Everybody say ankles. You got to start somewhere got to take a step let me ask you this have you jumped in yet now there's a reason now please hear me out there's a reason even today and and I'm not yeah I'm gonna say it I ask if you want to stand up not gonna make you now there's nothing wrong if you didn't it's okay you, you feet hurt whatever but but I'm telling you I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you something here Jesus himself could stand here and say, come back at 6, and some of you wouldn't come back. Right. Now, I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm telling you the truth. Because Jesus himself, I'm, I, I, he won't leave me alone with this church. I'm telling you, he won't. Because the Lord tells me, Chris, where you're going, some don't want to go there. I'm just being real with you. I've told the Lord, I don't want normal church. It's the only reason why I'm here. I can't do just a routine. Th- I can't do, I'm not wired that way. I'm not. Lord, why would you put me in that position? Because the Lord is tired of our earthly routines. He wants to pull you out of ankle deep. But some people don't want to go. I'll be your big, I'm not, I'm not, when I do these things, it's not me trying to force or push you. I know the benefit of having people in my face saying, come on, brother, you can do this, you can do this. That caused me to be a world champion power. Look at me, I'm a skinny little dude. It's because of the five people I had pushing me that I did those things. My dad knew what he was. Do you have anybody in your life that knows what they're doing? Do you let somebody in that knows more than you, or do you know it all? Because when you do, you cut yourself off. Your growth is stopped. You're going to stay ankle deep. You're going to die in ankle deep water. And you don't, how could I drown in ankle deep? I don't know, but Christians do it all the time. They die in ankle deep water. You want to go deeper? Do you want to go deeper? Well, Then he measured another 500 meters downstream, and he told me to wade through it there. The water came to my knees. Now, that, to me, is leading to faith. Take a step. You get in ankle deep. One step 
leads to another. One step leads to another. One st- and I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long you have sat in this house. I don't care how long you've been walking with God. There's another step that you are supposed to take. I don't care where you're at. If your faith life is only knee deep, you can go deeper. Shocker. Let's go. I got I to roll. Another 500 meters downstream, the water came to my waist. That right there awakens more faith. You go ankle deep, leads to another step. You go knee deep. You say, I got to have more. When you get about in this level right here, when you get out of your seat during worship, when you pray for somebody, when you quit being all stubbed up and stoved up and think you know it all and realize there may be some folks that may be a little further than you and you follow them, you get right here, something awakens. You're like, ooh, I've got a taste of this. i got to have more. But you can also go deeper than waist deep. Get up in here in this level. And it's like, whoa, man, this, you're, al- you're almost there. That's why sometimes in worship I feel like some of you are right here, waist deep. You're right there. You know, you still got that chain. Well, they're going to think you broke one off, but you still got one. One hand's up, and you're like worshiping like this. You're going to pray, Lord, thank you. I'm thinking, come on, man, you're right there. You're right there. Let me break an ammonia capsule and shove it in your nose and say, come on. You're right. But you can go deeper than this. You want to go deeper than that? Okay another 500 meters downstream the stream had become a river that could be crossed only by swimming that's when you are living by faith when your faith is cranked so high when you step out so far the faith that you're living by is the only thing that keeps you from drowning now that's where I want to live that all this today that's why I'm swimming in this you guys because I don't want anything else I have, no, I have nothing, I want nothing else than everything that God the Father has for his people in this hour. I'm going to go get it. Go with me. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to encourage you. To quit, don't be churchy. Let's be Jesus people. Yeah. Let's just. Let's. It's got to go past here, though. Let me give you some faith facts. Can I give you some faith facts? Yeah. Faith never asks, where are you, Lord? Faith says, Lord, I see you in everything. Let me give you another one. Faith defies worldly logic and earthly understanding. And I love this. This is the big daddy right here. Faith is a call to action. It is a call. This is not a set and watch lifestyle. This is drafted in the army. Thomas Anthony going to shake it up for Jesus, going to preach Jesus, and the whole row of that family right there, I'll love you, it's marked. I just love you. Had to tell you that. And they're marked because Daddy chose, I'm going to stand up, Big A. I'm going to do it right here. You chose to get out of ankle deep. You chose to get out of knee deep, brother. Good. Now listen, I'm just going to say it. Good Baptist brother in amongst a bunch of Holy Spirit tongue-talking people thinking, what am I doing here? I asked that man, why are you here? He said, driving up and down the road, I just felt like God had more. Powerful. Now, 
Would, would the four of you mind to stand up real quick? Look at the mower. Boom, 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 boom. Don't tell me he's living ankle deep. Right there, swimming, brother. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> I told you. God's going to mess it up. Oh, it's 1151. Are you kidding me? Faith is a call to action. Faith without what is dead? Works, right? You could throw the word action in there and say faith without action is dead. Remember this. Faith never asks. Faith says. Mm. Faith defies because faith is. Now faith is. Now, right now, not yesterday. Right now, action now. Hallelujah. I want to answer a question real quick. No, I'm just going to take my time. How do we live by faith? Now, everybody can have their opinions and ideas and whatnots and so forth and so on. But I want to give you some real scriptural examples. I'll give you two and a half, okay? Yeah, leave you hungry for the .05 of the next one. What? But before we jump into that, I want to really define this phrase, live by faith. Now, we've been talking it up good, right? Been talking it, pumping it pretty good. But let's bring even greater clarity to what I'm talking about. When I say live by faith, here's what I'm talking about. You're going to make a conscious choice to follow God, not the ways of the surrounding culture. Because the surrounding culture says, what are you doing that for? This is what we condone. This is what, let me take, I'm going to say it. The rainbow is not pride, it's freedom. It's God's promise. I just said it. It's the truth. I'm swimming. I'm not backing up on that. Devil takes one of God's greatest promises and turns it into a lie from hell. Well, this house don't stand. Uh -uh. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to see the devil run off. Pow. Yeah, because we're not going to be mamby-pamby. Mm -mm. No. You think the world is pushing everything twisted, demented, full of the devil? We're going to stand up and be consistent. People of character. People of integrity. People of strength. People that live by faith. We don't have to shout anybody down. We will live it. Now, we're going to shout the devil off, run his behind off, kick him square in the teeth. It's also, you choose to trust God and live in alignment with him. Exactly, my wonderful wife. Two major words there. I probably should have pulled them out, but I didn't. Choose and choice. What you going to do? What you going to do? So, again, based on this, wordplay. Good. So, when I say, I did pull these out. Oops. Live by faith. What am I talking about? Well, it's simple, right? Follow God, trust God, alignment with God. Okay, let's, now remember I told you the words are going to peel in. I'm, I'm trying to point that out here because I have to remember that so I don't forget. To follow God, that's a choice. And as you do that, you're saying, I choose to trust God and live in alignment with him and not the surrounding culture. Does that make sense? How all, I tried to, what I, I tried to fit all of that together for you. I didn't want to leave it here and leave it here. Make it all tie. Does that make sense? Follow God's choice. 
You're saying, I choose to trust you and live in alignment with you and not the surrounding culture. That is really hard for a lot of folks to do. And we need to, to not get on a, a, a bashing thing. No, 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 no. We've got to lead people. We Exactly. We have got to lead them by example, not Bible thump them. No, no, no. Take the scripture and wrap it around them. Take the scripture and love them through it. Use it as a warm blanket instead of a hot poker. Now, to us as believers, it could be a hot poker because I'm telling you, ping, 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 I live that way now. I do. Lord's, boy, that's the way the Lord talks to me. He may talk to you, oh, great child. He's boy. That's how my dad looked at me. He said, boy, I hear my dad's voice when I hear, going, boy, what are you going to do? Anyway, do you love your mom and dad? I do. Right there they are. Help me, Jesus. Back on track. <laughs> Three examples, all right? Now, if you're going to talk about faith, you, you, you cannot talk about faith without talking about Abraham. You just can't. He's the father of faith. Every time I go faith, I'm leaning something, Abraham. Now, come on. I, I, and what I'm doing here, telling you how we live by faith in a very practical sense. Very practical. Everybody say practical. I think this is, this is major scripture, but it's very practical. It says, by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive, pause. The Lord is telling some of you to go to a place, and he'll tell you why later. The Lord is asking you to get on it and get ready and ride this thing, and I'll let you know where later. I need you to just simply do what he did. He would receive later as his inheritance. He obeyed and went. We stop at the obey went part. Well, what time? Well, who's going to be there? Is he going to act like that? They going to make me stand? Is he letting me out at 12? Might I have to? <laughs> Hold on, Lord. This will all make sense to you later. Are you willing to go? It's going to rock your boat. It's going to mess you up. It's going to take you out of your religious mindset. Your backside may get a little sore, but it's worth it. But you'll find out later. <sighs> later, he would receive as his inheritance. He obeyed and went, even though, here's the big deal, he did not know where he was going. He made a decision to follow God. You could say with all the words I'm tying in here that he did what? He made a choice. So for you, how? Do I live this faith life? Well, I think this is a very simple little portion of Scripture to just say this. Follow God even if you don't know where or why you're going. <laughs> it's just simple. Well, wait a minute. We need 17 steps. No, you don't. Just follow God. Just do you need an entire week of teaching on that? No. <laughs> just Hush up and follow him, and he'll tell you why you're going later. He'll tell you why to go into that church later. One reason, two reason, three reason, four reason, bam, illustrated sermon right there. He'll tell you why later. Wife gets saved next week. Husband gets saved. Come on, living example of the gospel. What? Okay, where am I at now? <laughs> Abraham decided to follow God. Abraham made a choice. Today, you have a choice. I said today, you have a choice. Now, the second example. I'm, I'm, I'll go through this. Daniel chapter 3. You're, you're going to know where I'm going. 
as soon as I say it, but listen to me. I've got to read a big chunk of this because you've got to get, I'm learning this, the full context of what God is saying. I love to pull portions out, but there's some the Holy Spirit will say, now they need the full context of that to really understand what I'm doing. So I'm going to go to Daniel chapter 3. I don't have every slide up here that would wear you out. I just got a couple from this story. Are you ready to go to Daniel chapter 3? Here I go. King Nebuchadnezzar, I know you know what's happening. Made an image of gold six cubits high and six cubits wide. And set it on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then the herald loudly proclaimed, nations and people, every language, this is what you're commanded to do. As soon as you hear the, hang on, the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipe, and all kinds of music, you've got to fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship this will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. It's just what you know. Does that sound like the world telling us to do? Mm -mm. At this time, some astrologers, some goofy guys, I added that, came forward and denounced the Jews, God's people. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, may you live forever, O great king. Isn't it like the world trying to buddy up with leadership? That just, oh, come on. May you live forever, great king. Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold. And whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into the blazing furnace. Right, king? Didn't you say that? There's some Jews we want you to know about who you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, come on, and Abednego. These guys don't pay any attention to you. Lord, may I be more like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They're not going to pay any attention to your majesty. They never, they neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you've set up. Furious with rage, the world will be with you. But in the context of the scripture, furious with rage is Nebuchadnezzar. He summoned the big bad three. I added that. I'm just kidding. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to him, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold that I've set up? Put your gloves on. Here's the match. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to king Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> We do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. Because remember, faith says. Faith says if we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able because what? Faith is. Faith is able to deliver us from it. And he will, might I add, deliver us from your majesty's hand. What? But even if he does not, that is swimming. They're swimming. See, I'm trying to give you a scriptural example of everything I've just said for the past 32 minutes. Right there it is in scripture. These guys took a leap. These guys took a step. These guys dove in, and they are swimming. And their swimming could cost them their life. But we jump out when it costs us a meal or two or a cup of coffee. These guys are putting their life on the line. We want you to know your majesty. We will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. 
The big deal right here is even if he does not, we're going to trust God. Even if he does not, we're going to trust God. They were saying we choose to trust God. Is this making you as excited as it is me? So from this portion of this story, uh, how to live by faith, trust God no matter how hot life gets. Because it's going to get hot. It's going to get crazy hot, but you're going to choose. Can I finish the story? King Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He had kind of shown a little favor to them. The world will buddy up to you for a while until you turn and go the other way, so just remember that. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. The devil will send his best after you because you're pretty tough. Did you hear what I said? You need to view yourself as pretty tough. The, the king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When life gets hot, it may take somebody else out, but it's not going to take you out. And these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Okay. End of story. Altar call, right? Let's, let's, we're done. Right? <laughs> Wrong story's not over. You ready? Okay, look, they get thrown in. King Nebuchadnezzar leapt to his feet in absolute amazement. The world will be astonished by what you're willing to step into, church. King Nebuchadnezzar leapt to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Now, wait a minute, fellas. Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into that fire? His advisors and all those people said, Well, certainly, your majesty, we did exactly what you said. Can I read on? Look, he answered, I see four. Put in three, but there's a fourth. So It's all right to jump up and shout. I'm going to. He said, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and guess what? They are not hurt. <sighs> and the form of the fourth, I'm going to say it again, the form of the fourth man is like the Son of God in the fire with you. So let me give you some good gospel news today. Here it is. Don't you worry about the fire. The Son of God's going to get in it with you. Somebody shout. Chris and Drea, come on. Somebody shout. Somebody get happy. The fire's not going to take you out. It's not going to burn you down. Woo! You know, I say, I say bring on the fire, baby. Bring on the fire. Bring on that test. Bring on that trial. Bring it on. Because we are not going to get burned, man. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, Lord. Point three. Well, point five, I guess. Point oh five, whatever. The half. I just go back to this part. That's the part. He'll deliver us from your majesty's hand, but even if he doesn't, we want you to know. Say it, Pastor Mark. Yes. What is that, church? What is that? That's alignment with him, man. I said that's alignment with our God. Woo! 
we're going to line up with him. We're going to jump into fire. But it's all good. I said it is all good. Woo, go ahead, stand up, go ahead. Woo, Jesus.